Welcome to Sis Internet Radio. Sisters in Spirit, affectionately called Sis, is a nurturing environment for women that inspires harmony in everyday living, shares resources that empower, offers information and support that nourishes the soul, balances our mental and physical well-being, and promotes inner peace and heightened spirituality. Our vision is a world where women live consciously, harmoniously, and spiritually to positively impact our lives and the lives of those with whom we come into contact. Join us as we live life with style, grace, and of course, much joy. Welcome to our Sisters in Spirit broadcast for Tuesday, April 23rd, 2013. You're here with your hosts, Sky. I'm Deborah Sky Samuels, and our topic for tonight is Plus Size Women and Beauty. Our special guest this evening is Monica D. Day, Miss Maryland Plus America 2013. Greetings, Monica. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. We're excited to have you with us this evening. I'm excited as well. Okay, and I'd also like to bring our audience greetings on behalf of our co-founder and co-host, Raisa Darlene Nazaire, who may be able to join us a little bit later, but definitely sends her greetings. So let's get started with our show. And before we get into our topic, I'd like to share with you a little bit more information about our special guest. Monica D. Day is a lifelong resident of Prince George's County, Maryland. She grew up in a large family that encouraged her to pursue her dreams and aspirations and helped her obtain her educational and career efforts. Monica is a political affairs coordinator, and she works with a political action committee fundraising team. She has a longtime interest in politics that started years ago when she volunteered for several political campaigns in the Maryland area. During her years in politics, Monica gained a love for advocating and raising awareness about issues that are dear to her heart, including women's empowerment and health, small business education, and human rights. Her career goal is to build her own business to help organizations shape grassroots fundraising and grant programs so that they can spread their message and help more women. Monica is currently a contestant for Miss Plus America 2013, and her platform is Women's Empowerment, and she encourages women to be bold and pursue their dreams and aspirations. Welcome again, Monica. Thank you. So let's just jump right into this discussion about plus-size women and beauty. Well, it's, it's pretty obvious that our society today promotes a preoccupation with thinness, and the majority of women are not thin. Uh, An article in Business Insider from December of last year, late last year, quoted that there were about 100 million plus-size women in America. And what is defined as plus-size is women that wear size 14 through 34. And these are plus-size, full-figured women. So, Monica, what are your thoughts about society's view of the more full-figured women, more plus-size women? Um, In recent years, I think it's gotten a little bit better, but it's taken some time and it's still a struggle. Um, You know, growing up, I didn't have many plus-size or full-figured women to look up to, you know, that were in the limelight. Um, 
you know, as I got older, as a teenager, I looked at people such as Queen Latifah, um, Monique, um, and which, of course, she was a great comedian. I love them both. But, you know, nowadays you have more women to look up to. You have Jill Scott. You have um, Queen Latifah, who's still in the, in the ranks. You have great plus-size models like Pluvia Lacerda, and you have um, Ashley Graham. So it's it's coming out more. And um, there are other women, like the newscaster, uh, her name escapes my mind right now, but um, the newscaster who was bullied by a viewer who wrote to her and said that he didn't think she was a good role model because mm-hmm. she was a full-figured woman on television. And the way right. she handled that was she came back at him and, you know, stated as to why she was a great role model and how she lives her life and how she uplifts people and her viewers and to say to him, you know, she hopes that he can view people as a person and not by their size, by what they do in life. So today, like I said, it's still a struggle, but it's coming more into the limelight where society is starting to view us a little bit better. Yeah, and, and, you know, I remember uh, seeing that interview. Um, They did air it here in our area, and you're right. Based on her appearance, he had a negative um, response to her, and that is one of the most prevailing um, thought patterns that you see regarding plus-size women is that people automatically think of being unhealthy, and that's just not the case in so many um, situations. Some women are just big bone, big women, and they are very healthy. So one of the negative aspects of how society views plus women is, one, that they automatically look at it as a negative thing. They don't know what the individual has contributed to themselves, to their family, to society. They don't know what their health um, profile is they could be healthier than someone that's walking around in a size uh, double zero or something like that. So that is one of the aspects that we are starting to overcome with the role models that you are talking about, some of the plus size models and the other women that are in the limelight. And you called out a number of names. However, for the the, the size of the population, the um, exposure that's being um, done on television and in marketing is still not up to par. So they are still, in terms of um, retailers, you know, they are still not really um, advocating and promoting and um, taking into uh, concern the needs of the plus-size woman. Years ago, as you said, you did not see that many women in the limelight, but now you do. So that is one uh Step as we get closer to people realizing that plus women have a lot to offer, uh, are healthy. You know, some women choose to be that size. Everybody does not choose to be an exceptionally thin person. And, you know, there are all types of reasons why people might happen to be the size. And, and granted, some people are unhealthy at that size. But in terms of women empowerment, that's why Sisters in Spirit, that's why we do the things that we do, that's why you do what you do, and so many other organizations do um, advocate, put out information, put on programs, have you know these types of discussions to empower women and to inspire women to be the best, to be the imbalanced, to be as healthy as, as we can be. 
One of the things I wanted to ask you, what do you actually think of this term plus-size woman? You know, as as I was preparing for the show, I thought about that. I said, you know, what about that term? I personally like full figure better, but um, what do you think of the term plus, and and what do you hear more often? Um, I hear plus more often. Full-figured is more politically correct, and it's, you know, I think it's a better term. Um, I don't mind either one myself, but I know people are, some people in the full-figured or plus-size community like one or the other better. Um, To me, it doesn't bother me. I grew into my curves, and I grew to love them. And um, I think that's the first thing you have to think about being a full-figured woman, um, that you have to love yourself first, like you or any woman, so to speak, or any person, you cannot be healthy without loving yourself. And if you're going to eat healthier to show your, you know, to show more love to your body and not have unhealthy practices, that's great. You may not lose all of the weight, you may lose some of the weight, you may still have curves, you may not have curves, but you can't start that process without loving yourself and saying, you know, I'm going to love me more. So, um, but when it comes to the words, those really don't bother me because they're just words, and I know who I am, but, you know, some people are, like, full-figured better because it doesn't seem so negative as, like, I'm plus this or I'm plus that. It's like I'm a full-bodied woman. Right. Okay, and, and yes, I definitely understand that. I, um, you're right. I mean, the, the words are not as important as the self-esteem and the self-pride and self-love that you portray. So um, I think that's a very good point there. So let's talk. Um, you are Miss Plus Maryland uh, 2013, and let's talk about um, a little about how you got involved in pageantry. Um, when I was younger, um, around the age 10, 11, my mom put me into an etiquette school called KO Image Developers, and we did fashion shows and we had to do a pageant. Um, I only stayed in the program for about two years. My sister stayed longer because her goal was to be a model at that time, and I was more involved in instruments. But I've always loved the pageantry. I would always watch Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and wish that I could be in those pageants. But, of course, I was had a little bit heavier when I was little than I needed to be to um, participate in those events. So Mm -hmm. that's something that I've always watched, always looked at, and just admired that. I I love beauty, and I love the parade of it. You know, just like I'm a beautiful woman, I'm a beautiful teen, and showing that off to people and showing everyone this is who I am. So as a young child, I grew to love pageants, grew to love the fashion, just Loved how people showcased their talents, how they advocated for different different things that, you know, they had a platform, what they were into. So that's something that always just came natural to me as a child. Okay. And and you did hit on something, um, another um, aspect of how society um, looks at the plus size or the full-figured woman um, in terms of pageantry. You know, there are not many images there. However, we we have found uh, through the pageant that you're affiliated with that, you know, there are now opportunities for fuller-figured women. So um, you told us how you got involved with pageantry. Um, as a child, your your mother entered you into um, some of these um, pageants into um, 
what was that a prep school did you say it was it was etiquette school we did it on the weekend etiquette school we would, um, and mm-hmm. and as a part of etiquette school you had the pageant so how has that or how did that um etiquette school and and being in that pageant how did that affect your life how did it affect your um your consciousness and in, in your life and your self image it it helped a lot because it made me look at myself as like you know we're all individuals we all have our own talents, and we were all beautiful in different ways. There's a quote I like like, that says, you can't weigh beauty. And all of us in that etiquette school were all different shapes, sizes, different ages, and we learned from each other. But we we all realized that we had beauty, and we were able to, you know, have great self-esteem. It taught us how to keep our self-esteem up when society may have looked at us different because we were all, like I said, all different shapes, sizes, shades of beauty, and, you know, we we just had a lot of fun with it. So it, it helped build my self-esteem. Awesome. That's great. And that's wonderful that you had that opportunity because there's so many young women out there who um, have not had that opportunity and have not had that exposure. And as a result, they have, like, poor self-image. And, and, and you could even uh, extend that beyond women who are full of figure or younger girls who are fuller figures to women who are um, average uh, of average size or smaller who are constantly battling to lose weight because of these images that are being projected to us by the media. You know, thinness is in, I mean, to the point that you're seeing bones from a person's body. So you have people that kind of struggles with, with that self-image, and as a result, they are doing damaging things to their body. So that's one of the things that we should keep in mind when we are, as women, as parents, as aunts, sisters, whoever, mentors to younger women to try to promote a sense of self-esteem and to promote empowerment to them. If they have little issues that they need to work on, you know, promote um, the better eating habits, exercising a little more. But, you know, we don't tend to not realize how we can destroy people with our words, you know, by calling somebody fat who is not, you know, things like that. Instead of Beating them down, we need to start empowering young women and women in general. So that is um, awesome that you had that exposure, you know, as a younger person. So what um, what I'd like to do now is welcome in our co-host. I gave you greetings from Darlene Raisa earlier, and I see that she's joined us. Welcome, um, Darlene Raisa. How are you? Very well, Sky. Glad to be on the show. Monica, thank you for being thank with you. us. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So um, we were just getting into the discussion about pageantry, and Monica was giving us her uh, background in it. So, Monica, today we are finding through the Miss Plus America that pageants are available to fuller-figured uh, plus-size women. What um, what have you found to be true of these pageants? You know, what do they advocate? Um, I know sometimes when you think of um, – pageant for a full-figured woman, you think about, okay, what are they promoting? Are they promoting uh, these women not doing anything, or are they promoting obesity? So what have you found um, being in a pageant as an adult? Um, The pageant, the full-figured pageants, they do promote healthy to a healthier lifestyle, but they're also trying to promote that we're all beautiful at any size that we are, you know, like I said, the first thing is you have to love yourself. And 
it's more of showcasing the beauty that we have within ourselves. We all mm-hmm. we do encourage you to be healthy. Um, we like to call it healthy curves. You'll see, um, like I follow some of the women from the other pageant systems, um, like the Miss Full Figure USA pageant. I love her dearly. The new um, the new winner. She just won in March. Um, I follow her on Instagram, and we're always sharing with each other like how we eat throughout the day and how we exercise, but we still have our curves. So mm-hmm. it's not an encouragement of for you to have unhealthy life practices or to stay at a, at a, as a weight that's detrimental to your health. Like you said earlier, you can be a larger framed woman and still be very healthy. So that's what the promotion is more so of being healthy and loving yourself. Awesome. And, and it appears that it also gives uh, women an opportunity to um, promote their platforms, to promote their volunteer efforts. Um, yes. So often you don't, I mean, just... You just don't think about that when you're thinking specifically about uh, plus-size women. So it's an opportunity for um, plus women to say, this is what I advocate on behalf of. This is my volunteer. This is my passion. So there's also an opportunity to promote um, your passions because isn't it a part of the um, the pageant that you um, have an opportunity to promote whatever um, organization, whatever cause that is – dear to your heart that you're passionate about? Yes, you do have that opportunity to come and represent a great organization and to represent what you're advocating for and what you volunteer for. There are many other women in the conversation that I'm in that um, are advocating for children, um, the American Heart Association. So there is a a way for you to discuss, like, what you do outside of just loving yourself and, you know, loving your beauty and your size, you do come and talk about what you volunteer for and um, and try to help the organization build more and put them more on a national platform. Okay. So in essence, um, can you go through again what are the benefits of entering um, any type of beauty pageant for that matter? Um, entering the beauty pageants, it's, it's an opportunity to promote yourself and what you love about yourself, like I said, and also to promote um, your volunteerism and what you'd like to do in society. So for me, it's a it's a chance to um, put myself out there and show how I feel about women's empowerment and helping women and helping organizations like this to build up and get their message out to people. So, you know, you put yourself on a natural, national platform, but you're also – putting something that you love and you deeply care about on a national platform as well. So that it's, it's like a double benefit. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to do this. Yeah, it seems like it really is exciting because you're, here's an opportunity to see what so many women are doing. You know, uh, you you tend to see like on, say, through television, the media, more high-profile individuals, but these are things that everyday women are doing. You know, so it's, I think it's very inspirational as well. So can you tell us more about um, your platform, Monica? And I mentioned earlier that you encourage women to be bold. That's your um, acronym. So what is that an acronym for? Explain the Be Bold. Being bold means to be taking a chance and being brave, being um, empowered, being body positive, optimistic, leading 
divas, and I leave that diva on the end because when you encompass all of that, you are a true diva. Um, being brave is ste- something It's like stepping out on your own. Like it took bravery in me to enter into the competition to put myself out in the national spotlight. That was something really brave, like, It took some time for me to think about it this year for a little while, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And I think we have to take the attitude every day with any little thing that we're doing, just, you know what, I'm going to overcome this. It's not going to take over me. Um, And that that can be, like I said, that can be very empowering to do something that you would never think you would do in life to help yourself and to help others. Um, Being a leading lady, um, you know, staying up on your education and, a lot of women are becoming entrepreneurs now. They're they're wanting to take on their own business. You know, Maryland was highlighted by the Chamber of Commerce for being number one excellence in helping entrepreneurs and women especially have their own businesses. And, but that is also very empowering to yourself and to people around you to let you let them know that you can do something on your own, that you can take that take that step and say, you know what, I'm going to build something that's going to help me and my community. So that's what the whole Be Bold statement is. It's just like to take chances, be, you know, better in society so that you can help others along the way. Well, thank you for that, Monica. I think it's – I love it, actually. I think it's a wonderful um, – a slogan and a wonderful way to encourage women. I think um, hopefully um, – you know, through this program, through your efforts and the other women that are in the pageant, you know, it'll bring more attention to um, what uh, is available to plus women, especially the younger women. Uh, could you tell us a more, a little bit more about the actual Miss Plus America pageant, the different components, how it's set up, when it's going to take place? Sure. The pageant will take place in um, July, July 16th through the 20th in Monroe, Louisiana. They pick a different host date every year. Um, and the pageant, um, there's four different categories. We have a teen, we have a teen ambassador category. We have the Miss, Ms., and Mrs. It's determined by your age or your marital status. Um, and there are a lot of women, and actually I think, one of the last state pageants just happened a couple of weeks ago, which was Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. If your state does not have a pageant, you have to apply and you have to be bored of the Miss Plus America pageantry, um, pageant system, has to approve you, your your platform, and the organization that you are representing. Um, we all have different categories. There's different optionals competitions we can compete and we can choose to compete in, which I chose four because I'm ambitious um, <laughs> and because I am very ambitious about this. I chose um, talent, I chose internet cover girl, photogenic portfolio, and fashion runway modeling. And then you also have your interviews, which is 50% of your score. So they will interview, um, they interview you on current events, your, what you do in your work life, your platform, the organization you're representing, and what you plan to do if you're selected as Miss Plus America of your division or Miss Plus of America Elite, which is the overall title that you've won everything. So, oh. um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I'm really studying up on my current events and putting together, you know, having some coaching sessions to, you know, make sure I am 
abreast of everything I need to do for the interview session because it's like the fire ranger. Just take it as an interview, like going on like the job, your dream job, basically. They are mm-hmm. going to ask you a ton of questions, and then you have your own stage questions as well. So for the preliminary competition, you can make up your own question, but for finals, they have a fishbowl and you have no idea what they're going to ask you. So you, they really tell you to stay abreast of what's going on in in um, pop culture, in politics, and everything. So you have to know what's going on in the world today. I think one of the um, thank you, Monica. I think one of the um, the aspects of the pageant that I really like is that they have a teen ambassador component as well. And um, for those who may not have been aware through our um, email newsletter and our updates on our website, Monica has um, partnered with Sisters in Spirit in collaboration, and uh, we are one of her sponsors um, to help her promote her platform, which is women's empowerment. So we have very liked missions and ambitions in terms of empowering women in all aspects of their life, and it was a very um, a very easy um, combining of the two of her and our organization and um the one of the um important components with that was that it was a teen component and i thought that was very good because a lot of times young women um they don't have good body image and um you know they need help they need this type of motivation you know to um and on all of the things that you stated, you know, being abreast of world affairs, of current events and things like that, those are things that will help and um, to continue to inspire them, hopefully, throughout the rest of their life. You know, so if they have an opportunity, if they're encouraged to enter this competition, this pageant, you know, those are tools that they will learn and be able to take with them. So I really like that aspect of the pageant. So you will be... Um, in New Orleans in July. So in the meantime, I know that you're working on a couple of projects now, so if we'd like to take a moment to um, share some of the information about some of the upcoming events that uh, will be happening to, one, to help promote your campaign and to also to empower the women in the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, Monica, please do so. Sure. Um, the first event is actually Sunday, May this at Mama Cita Studios in Northwest Washington D.C. Um, actually, that's where I'm practicing my talent, my um, taking my talent lessons for the pageant. Um, it will be a beauty and brunch event with me. We'll have some Mary Kay consultants there giving um, makeup tips, and we all know this is prom, wedding, and you know bachelorette have fun time season when people like to get out because it's warm outside. So you have a lot of special events. So it's a chance for people to come out, have a little nosh, and learn about some few makeup tips and what's new out there, what are the trends for this spring and summer. And we will have a raffle and a silent auction there. So you may win a little prize or a little gift or something, um, you know, to take away from the event. So um, there's more information on that on um, my Facebook fan page, which is Miss Maryland Plus America 2013, and also on the Sisters in Spirit uh, website, which is www.sisters-in-spirit.net. Sorry about that. 
Um, um, what, is, what, what I like about the beauty and brunch activity is that it's something for um, women and uh, teens of all ages. Uh, nowadays you have young ladies that are starting to wear makeup at 13 and 14, and one of the um, purposes of the beauty and brunch is to show them how to wear makeup in an appropriate, age-appropriate manner. You have young ladies that are going to proms. You have college-age women that are going to special activities even brides-to-be, but specifically it's an event where moms, aunts, sisters, grandmothers can bring their younger ladies and just have an evening of, um, you know, camaraderie, uh, wonderful, some of our favorite things, makeup, food, and friends. <laughs> and uh, But I do like the aspect of, you know, showing them age-appropriate makeup and facial care. So that's what I particularly like about the beauty and brunch idea, and I think it's going to be a really spectacular event because it's an opportunity for younger women and more mature women and just women of all ages to get together and inspire and uh, encourage each other. Yeah, and what I like about it is that it's an opportunity for women to focus on their real inner beauty and inner strength. And, I mean, Mm -hmm. really, do we have that opportunity to place that focus there instead of on what was mentioned earlier, what society's point of view of what someone Mm -hmm. should look like and do? Yes, indeed, indeed. I like the aspect um, that as well and, and the aspect that it, Yeah, it focuses on the inner beauty, and it also focuses on things that we care about, you know, things that the women are passionate about. So I think it's um, a very, very uh, empowering moment for women. Okay, Monica, I'm sorry I interrupted you, and you were going to tell us about the next event that's coming up. (laughs) Yes, yes, the next event after that will be Saturday, May 11th, and that's something that I'm partnering with you all with for the um, Business Financial Boot Camp. Um, like I said, this is actually something near and dear to my heart. My family has several small businesses, but this is a chance for um, small business owners who are um, looking to um, learn about accounting for their small businesses and folks and folks who are also interested in opening a small business because actually that's one of the things that, you know, will have a small business going under in the first or second year of being open is not having a good accounting system. So this is a chance for, like I said, current and aspiring small business owners to come out and learn an intensive a intensive day of um, accounting for their small businesses. So I think this is a great opportunity for um, women, men, um, and young entrepreneurs to come out and learn some information that will really help them stay um stay open and stay in business for a long time. Yeah, and that's really important. That's one of the things that we at Sisters in Spirit uh, kind of focus on is business development as well as our spiritual and um, uh, physical development as well. Um, Five out of the ten top reasons that small businesses fail is associated with finance. So we, um, through our... um, financial literacy education program for uh, young women and teens and through um, our networking events we we typically have a focus on business small business development and finance and this boot camp is going to be hands on it's going to give you tangible um workshop workshop information that you can take back to your business and implement 
immediately and is going to give you uh, resources that you can use and is going to give you the know-how and information on how to do things like set up your budget and how to grow your business for the next 12 um, months or so. So it's it's really um, important that um, business small businesses, I know that a lot of times finance is going to be um, – uh, not available or as available as we like, but this is an investment in the growth and development of your business, so we encourage people to um, to come out and to sign up for these. Um, I want to ask our listeners if um, they would like to make a comment or ask a question to please press 1 so that we can acknowledge you and bring you into the conversation. And we have quite a few people in the chat room. If you have a question or a comment, please let us know, and we will uh, voice it to Monica, or and we will take an opportunity to answer your questions. And we'd like to welcome our chat room um, guests as well. We have quite a few people in here, and we're excited to have you with us. And just feel free to ask a question or make a comment. We are talking about uh, plus-size women and beauty. And, uh, you know, sometimes they can be very controversial. And uh, what we're talking about tonight is the empowerment and the powering aspects of being a plus-size woman, and in particularly in the pageantry environment. And so Monica, feel free to... I uh-huh. um, um, want to thank you for being a role model for plus-size women, especially teens. And I have a question for you. How does it feel to be a role model? It feels incredible. Um, Actually, I'm humbled by it every day. Um, My family is so inspiring. They're always like, you rock. You're doing such a great (laughs) job to represent full-figure women in Maryland. And I'm just, like I said, I'm humbled by it every day, but I can see how it's making a difference in people's lives, people that I meet through my um, Facebook fan page, and my family members. I have little cousins that are plus full-figured, plus-size young ladies, and, like, I talk to them all the time about how they should dress, and they talk to me about their makeup, and we talk about, you know, being proud of our curves. So it's really inspiring me even more every day and keeping my spirits up through, like, all of the things I have to do to prepare for the pageant. Um so it, it's very inspiring to me, and I know, like, it's inspiring to other women, but it really humbles me every day of my life when someone, especially, like, comes on my page and gives me a comment and says, you know, thank you for doing this. I am so happy that I'm able to touch so many people and inspire them every day. You have an opportunity to change people's lives, and just building up someone's self-esteem makes all of the difference in the world. Yes, it does, and and I can't emphasize enough in terms of our young women, um, you know, to see and to be exposed to um, someone who is um, a positive role model, someone who is um, addressing how we appear, how we look in society, how we carry ourselves. And as plus women, it does not mean that, or full-figured women, it does not mean that you're necessarily out of shape. It does not mean that you can't uh, find clothes that uh, appropriately fit your body and um, emphasize you instead of... um, over, instead of wearing things that are overbearing or uh, too revealing or inappropriate for your body shape and size because all of us are different. And the key is to find what works for you. 
And so I'm just really excited about being, a, you know, you being a mentor, you being a role model, and you being visible for some of our younger women. So, um, again, as Raisa said, thank you for that. Um, let's get back into um, uh, how we're perceived by uh, society. Uh, what about uh, relationships in terms of uh, the opposite sex, of, in terms of men? What has been um, your experience um, in terms of how you relate to. I know I've been in situations where I've heard and been in conversations with men who, on the one hand, they um, are, love the full-figure women. They think it's empowering, you know. And then on the other hand, you find people that are, uh, you know, like really opposed to it, you know, uh, subscribe to some of those stereotypes that plus women are unhappy. So what have your experiences been in terms of your um, pageantry trek and um, your interaction with the, maybe the men in your life, your coworkers and things like that? Um, I've had, like, very little problems. I've only had men just come up to me in public and say things like, you're so beautiful, but you'd be even better if you lost some weight. And that's actually, I'm a type of person that I kind of bite back. So I kind of like explain to the guy who said, one of the guys who said that to me, I was like, you know what, I'm beautiful every day no matter what size I am. I could be a size two and be a terrible person. You don't yeah. know, you know me, you don't know everything about me. You're only looking on the outside. And I, I kind of, I'm a little bit of a feisty person here and there, so I kind of bite back when I get those type of comments. But um, and I and I see that the men will be like, you know, I won't date a woman who's not this size, and I and I see the other half of men, like you said, they're just like, I love a full figured woman, or you know, so it's a difference. So you know, it's different every day. You don't know who you're gonna run into. Um, and there's that cultural people, preference I, as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, I, mean, I think the, yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm saying I think everyone has a preference but you don't have to be negative to someone. You, people like what they like, but you don't have to come out and say something so negative to someone to their face. That's and I think that neat. goes back to appreciating that diversity that you mentioned earlier that you were able to learn when you were in school. Yeah. It's just appreciation for another human being because we mm-hmm. are not the what our eyes see, only what our eyes see. There's so much more to everyone. Exactly. And and being able to um, look beyond face value, because as Monica said, you know, people are can be evil regardless of how they look on the outside, and people can be very good and very, you know, a, a very um, positive uh, spirit regardless of how they look on the outside. So, you know, just goes into looking deeper and to getting to know an individual. So at this time, I'm going to ask our callers once again to um, let us know if you'd like to come into the conversation. There are plenty of people around, and and I'm just excited that um, our chat room is um, really bustling here, and so I'm encouraging you to, um, if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment, to let us know, and we'll relay it to Monica. Again, welcome to Sisters in Spirit, and we're glad to have you here with our special guest, Monica D. Day, Miss Plus Maryland 2013, and uh, we're talking about plus-size women and beauty, and we're happy to have you with us this evening. 
Monica, would you like to uh, give us your contact information again and let people know how they can get in contact with you, uh, how they can uh, make a donation to your campaign if they'd like to, and just give us your contact information. Sure. Um, I'll have a page on Facebook, Miss Marilyn Plus America 2013. It's MS, and it's no period after the MS. It's MS space Maryland plus America 2013. Um, you can also email me at Monica underscore day, D as in David, A-Y, one zero at yahoo.com. And I have a fundraising website um, on gofundme.com. Um, let me see if I can get that website for you. Since I don't want to miss, I don't want to it's www.gofundme.com backslash 2K, B as in boy, 7-4, G as in go. And also you can donate on the um, Sis and Spirit website. There's a donate button that's on the page where my information is about myself, my bio is on there, how you can become a sponsor, and also um, about the events that we have coming up. Yes, we're really excited about those. And we have some callers on. I'm getting ready to bring into the conversation. I'm going to say the last four digits of your phone number and open the line. Please um, let us know your name and where you're calling from and ask your question or make your comment. The first caller would be 9196. This is Victoria Davidson. Hi, Monica. Hi, Victoria. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to um, have joined the call. I do have a question for you. Um, you know my platform and you know what I'm all about. And so one of the things that really struck me about you when I met you was your attitude. So my question is, how important is it to have a positive attitude, no matter your size? But if you are a plus size or full-figure woman, woman, how important does that play into your self-image? It is very important. It's one of the first things that you have to respond. I mean, just think about every day. You have to stay positive. If you are not positive about yourself, everything else falls out of line. So it doesn't matter what size you are. You have to be positive. Um, One thing that helped me in life is I was really close to my great-grandmother, and there wasn't a day that she wasn't positive and uplifting. Um. She uplifted everyone in the family. I mean, I could call her, and it could be the worst thing was going on with her, and she was always very uplifting, upbeat, and positive. So she inspired me a lot in life, so that kind of helped me, you know, come with my positive attitude. I'm always a very bubbly person. I mean, there are days that I get down, but, I mean, one second I might be like, oh, this day is really going bad, and then the next minute I'm like, hey, how are you, and so bubbly, so it, it it comes natural, but I think that's one thing that you have to look in the mirror every day and say, you know, just be positive about yourself and be positive about how you're going to spend that day. Well, thank you. Awesome. So thank you, Victoria. Much. Thank you, Victoria. You are more than okay, welcome. Okay, we're going to bring the next person here. onto the line. We have caller 0928. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, zero nine two eight. Hello. Hello. How about coming up here and getting topless? Any problem with that? Okay. I think that is a prank caller, so we'll just 
continue on with our show. I think that was an um, awesome question that Victoria asked um, um, in terms of a positive attitude because that's going to take you a long way. And um, if you don't, if you're not emanating that um, positive light and energy, people are going to feel that, and you're going to draw. You're going to make people draw away from you instead of drawing towards you. So that positive energy is extremely important, and it also radiates from you and makes you beautiful. That positive energy, it, regardless of how you look, it's going to make you appear to be a beautiful individual because of that energy, that because of that positivity that's radiating out from you. So that's very important. Definitely. And the flip side is true as well. If you have issues about your self-worth, wealth, then other people will pick up on that mm-hmm. and then they will just give you back what you're projecting out there. So, you know, it's a two-way street. That's Definitely. why it's so important to vibe higher and come from a place of confidence and love. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And and confidence, I would, I would assume that... Um, in terms of your confidence uh, level, Monica, how has um, being on this journey, how has that affected your confidence level? Um, actually, it's helped more. I mean, I'm generally a confident person, but I'm, I'm even more confident. Um, I think one of the things that helped me build that is uh, working on my talent routine. Like, I have to be confident in those moves of that of that routine if I'm not, I can't do it well. Like, I know, like, if I go into practice and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing, I will totally mess up. But if I'm confident and know exactly, you know, in what I'm doing, I can execute those moves so well. Um, and then when it comes to working on something like the interview questions, I have to be confident in those answers. I have to know what I'm saying and believe what I'm saying so that I can portray that across to the judges. So it, it's, it's helped even more. Like, I, I've... My confidence level is really high at, at this moment. Oh, good. You really stepped out there. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did. So I have to stay confident on a daily basis. Well, you can definitely see it, too, because and you can feel your energy because I have an opportunity to interact with Monica um, throughout the day sometimes, and uh, you can just feel her energy. And, and when something new happens regarding the campaign, she's just, like, really excited about it. So that makes you excited as well. So it's um, definitely, um, you know, your energy plays a big role in it. And uh, what I'd like to do, Monica, is to invite you to give us um, your contact information again as we start to wind down the show and to um, let people know how they can get involved, um, either by attending some of the events or coming to your website, you know, liking your page. Tell us what we can do to support you as you um, embark upon this journey to become Miss Plus America 2013. Um. Uh, like I said, like you said before, you can like my page. You can email me. Please keep me in your prayers that I just stay confident and positive throughout everything, and keep my energy level up. That is the biggest way to support me first and foremost. To you know, set some you know positive spirits my way because it it is a task every day when I get up. I have to really work at everything that I'm doing to compete in this pageant and a sense of my fashion and, and talent and the optional competitions and keeping the rest of everything that's going on out there in the pageant world. Um, but like you said, you can like my Facebook page, 
the events that are coming up, again, May 5th, the Beauty and Brunch at Mamacita Studios, the Business Boot Camp that's coming up on May 11th, and also um, Victoria, actually, who asked the question. I will be at her event June 1st, the um, Loving Me Is Me Women's Wellness event. Um, that's also on my events page, on my Facebook page. And if you email me, I can email you the information about all three events. And once again, my email address is Monica underscore D A D is in David A Y one zero at yahoo dot com. Awesome, thank you, Raisa. Did you have any other comments that you'd like to make before we um, start to wind down for the evening? Well, I did want to reiterate that on May eleventh, that is a component of our financial literacy education program, and. You can find out more about that on the Sisters in Spirit webpage at www.sisters-in-spirit.net. And we are really glad that we were able to find some common denominators between Be Bold and Sisters in Spirit and the financial literacy education and women's empowerment is one key area where we're able to work together. Yes, and I just like to emphasize that uh, financial um, business financial boot camp because we are um, going to have a really powerful uh, facilitator. Her name is Sherelle T. Martin, and she's from the D.C. metropolitan area. She's an accountant and a business consultant, and her company is Empower You to Thrive, and she's again about the women's empowerment. Uh, she's about um, teaching small business. Uh, businesses to thrive in life and in business. And, you know, that's her mission, that's her ministry, and she's uh, just so willing to roll up her sleeves and work with us to make sure that these small businesses, that us, that we are empowered and have the financial um, knowledge to grow our businesses, to manage our businesses, because that is a, one of the major reasons why uh, small businesses fail is because of lack of financial acumen. So um, the registration fee is deeply discounted. Um, we have an early bird special going on, so please be sure to, mesh, um, to register before May 1st to get the early bird special. And uh, we just look forward to seeing you there. And spread this information. I know all of us know small business people. Spread the information around, and we would appreciate you doing that, and we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, what we like to do here at Sisters in Spirit is to close our show with a quote that's related to the topic. So, Monica, I'd like to ask you if you had a quote you'd like to share with our audience this evening. Yes. Um, the quote I'd like to share with the audience this even, evening is that you can't weigh beauty. Um, beauty is not something that can be weighed. It is just there. It, it doesn't have a weight. It doesn't have a number. Beauty is just coming from within someone. Awesome. Right. Beauty okay. Is um, as we... I think I see something in the um, let's see in the chat room. Oh, okay. This is from Lisa Fleet, and she says she's not able to call in to comment, but she wanted to say that she's so honored to have connected with Monica a few months back. Monica has a great spirit and confidence, and she's so excited for what is to come for her. Good luck, Diva. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing that. We appreciate it. Did you did you get that, Monica, or should I read it again? Yes, I, I, <laughs> I did get that. Lisa, actually, if you 
Um, if you like my Facebook page, Lisa is the photographer that took all those pictures that are on oh, my Facebook page currently. Awesome, awesome, cool. And yes, those are some very nice photo- um, some very nice photographs, Lisa. And thank you for being with us this evening. Okay, Raisa, did you have a quote that you'd like to share with us? Yes, I do. And Monica wanted to say, just keep believing in yourself. It empowers others to believe in their self. And the quote that I have states, there is an inner beauty about a woman who believes in herself, who knows she is capable of anything that she puts her mind to. There is a beauty in the strength and determination of a beauty about a woman whose confidence comes from experiences, who knows she can fail, pick herself up, and move on. Wow. It's anonymous. That's very nice. <laughs> oh, and that was anonymous? That is yeah. very nice. <laughs> uh, we probably should share that on our page or something, right? So that is so nice. I'm I'm just feeling tingly just hearing that. <laughs> okay. Um, my quote that I like to share is, beauty is not in the face. Beauty is a light in the heart. And this is from Khalil Gibran, and he is just one of my favorites. So I just wanted to share that. And um, as we wind down for the evening, we'd like to thank you all for being with us. You have been listening to Sisters in Spirit with our special guest, Monica D. Day, who is Miss Plus Maryland 2013, and she is a contestant for the national title of Miss Plus America 2013. So be sure to um, stop by her website and to come to the SIS page to show um, support and to promote Monica because she's working very hard for this. She is a very good role model. Uh, She's into women's empowerment and just uplifting people in general. So we just really ask you to uh, really show some support as she goes along this journey and to also check out the events that will be happening um, on May 5th, the Beauty and Brunch event, and on May 11th the financial boot camp for small business people. Thank you for being with us. Monica, did you have any last words you'd like to share before we um, sign off for the evening? Um, I just wanted to thank you all for having me on the show and helping me to um, promote my platform of women's empowerment and support me in my efforts to um, become Miss Plus America 2013. And I want to thank everyone who participated in the show tonight. So thank you, and I want you all to have a wonderful and blessed evening. Thank Vote you so Monica. much, and uh, we appreciate you as well. Raisa? Vote Monica. Thank yes, you. definitely. Yes, yes. and also fans. just a reminder to uh, stay tuned. You'll hear some additional information about Monica's show that will be um, airing shortly in the next coming weeks. So um, we'll keep you posted on that as well. You've been listening to Sisters in Spirit. We appreciate you, and we encourage you to infuse harmony into your everyday living. Thank you for being with us, and have a wonderful evening. Good night.